0: Welcome to The Drift, your resource on all things business strategy, entrepreneurship, and leadership. I'm your host, Aloiza, and today's guest is the CEO of Boxing and Barbells, Carrie Williams. Carrie has had an extraordinary background from working with Everlast, being a certified Olympic level boxing coach with USA Boxing, and scaling multi location fitness businesses. Now, with Boxing and Barbells, Carrie's giving back to the boxing community by delivering both a new approach to boxing and weight training, while also creating a space for women to be part of the sport. Welcome, Carrie
1: thank you for having me.
0: Of course, thank you so much for being here. So let's go ahead and dive in. Can you share with us a little background on yourself and what got you started?
1: Oh, wow. So my story is a little backwards. I actually started um, as a gym owner and then became a trainer and then boxed competitively. So uh, when I had graduated from college, I actually have an environmental science degree. I really wanted to be my own boss. Um, I've always had like an entrepreneurial spirit growing up and I knew I'd just be a really bad employee. So, uh, and (laughs) I kind of (laughs) was. But I was working for, uh, I was working at the government and I just didn't like it. I didn't like the cubicle stuff. I didn't like the, you know, it's kind of like do as little as you can um, kind of methodology. And I wanted to open a business, but I wanted it to be something that nobody had done yet. So I'm searching and searching. What has not been done yet? I think that's like the true entrepreneurial spirit, right? It's not just kind of going, okay, let's copy and paste something, but really creating something and uh, kind of being in the forefront and a pioneer in something. So um, at the time, I had a friend who was a boxer, and I remember him talking about, oh, the, the gym that I train at, they will only train boxers. So you had to be a fighter. You had to get punched in the face to go to that gym. And I thought, wow, well, there, there are probably people who want to learn how to box that don't really want to get hit. They want to get fit and not hit. It was like my tagline. Uh, and I said, well, sh- I'll open a gym. This guy could be my head trainer and, um, you know, see what happens. So I wrote a business plan and uh, business plan for dummies was the book that I got because Google wasn't even around yet. This was in 1998. And I wrote a business plan and I went to uh, actually Bank of America. I did a bunch of research um, on, you know, well, where can I get um, an SBA loan? Uh, And this was all very new to me. You know, I didn't know anything about business or finance or fitness or boxing. (laughs) So I just dove in and I went to um, Jan McGann. It was his name, actually. And I presented to him my, you know, business plan and I was on fire and he said, "I'm going to give you a feel-good loan," and I said, "Okay, awesome." Didn't know what it was, but uh, so he gave me a forty thousand dollars SBA loan, a seven A loan, I believe it was. And he said, "I just feel really good about you, you know what you want to do, and I I think you'll pay the bank back." And and so he gave me a loan, and all of a sudden, here I am, just learning about lease uh, agreements and tenant improvements, uh, marketing you name it. I was, you know, it was all very new to me, very exciting. And, uh, you know, it's, it's almost easier to not know when you jump, at least for me anyways, to just jump in and and see what happens. And I did pretty well The first year business, I did $100,000, which to me was a lot of money I come from really humble beginnings. And uh, then, you know, the the trainer that I hired, he said, well, we're busy. I need help. And I was a penny pincher and I didn't want to hire anybody to help. So I said, I'll be your assistant trainer and I'll help out. And that's how I became a boxing coach. And then all of a sudden I'm in the ring, I'm at the uh, corner of the ring. There's fighters, I'm training them and I'm cornering them and I thought, wow, this is a little hypocritical to not have ever been in the boxing ring before and tell somebody how to do something or how they're supposed to feel. Uh, so then I decided I wanted to compete. And then I did that for a few years um, as I started to grow my my gym, Primetime Boxing and Fitness. Um, and that's kind of the beginnings of how I got into this biz. <laughs>
0: My goodness, there's definitely so much that I want to unpack from that as well. And I'm sure we will in just a second too. But I think throughout that entire journey, there's so many unique just Overall leadership qualities that just truly was apparent throughout that entire process. And I think one first and foremost is whenever people think about typically entrepreneurs and have an entrepreneurial experience a spirit, they always look more from like the creative and innovation side. But I think something that's so incredibly important is actually the execution and actually like taking the steps to seek out the resources. Because you're right, the majority of the time there isn't a playbook. There isn't something, even if you are Googling it too, like nobody really has like this robust defined process for this specific project or task or initiative that you're trying to seek out to do. So it really is about like actually doing the work yourself. And that's also very evident as well towards the tail end of your story and oh, most recent part of your story about um, actually getting the cert- going through the certification yourself. And there's so much power behind, you know, Instead of just talking the talk, you also have to walk the walk as well, and that was definitely something that's part of your been part of your journey the entire time. Is that right?
1: Yes, absolutely. Uh, It is. It's execution, and and I always tell like if if I'm bringing on somebody, whether it's an intern or somebody for the team, it's you know everybody has ideas, but doing the work. Oh gosh, it's so hard for people. Everybody's got ideas. (laughs) And and they always kind of think that you've not thought of it, too. But, you know, there's just so much that goes into it. And you have to have that action plan. And then you have to execute it. Uh, And, yeah, absolutely. Like, whatever you're doing, you have to walk the walk. Um, so, you know, being in the fitness industry now, it's like, well, okay, I work out now. I mean, literally before I opened that gym, I didn't work out. I didn't even like to work out. (laughs) And now I work out every single day, um, in, you know, and teaching somebody how to box. Well, I have to walk the walk. So it's, um, and you know, marketing, I've got, you have to do the work, you know, especially as a startup, obviously, you have to put in that you know they call it sweat equity, but you have to put it in, and you have to learn everything. And the other really great thing about learning uh, every part of your business is that you don't get taken advantage of as often, uh, especially as a woman. You know, uh, you know, tenant improvements, for instance, when you're opening a gym, and you know, you have a contractor, you should know. What's going on? you should know you know uh something about electrical, something about you know sheetrock, something about uh codes um permits, you know all these things because it's it's very, very easy to be uh taken advantage of um it's like you know know about your car, so the mechanic doesn't take advantage of you it's the same thing
0: yeah, that's exactly it, and I think it's also important too because. There's still so much that needs to be learned and educated about the boxing industry. So kind of taking a couple steps back and then just saying a little bit more about the boxing sector, I'd love to tap into your expertise and in my perspective, and I'm sure a lot of people can resonate as well, that the boxing industry is a fairly male-dominated industry. So I'd love to hear about any experiences, top learnings, and how you've really seen the industry evolve for the better.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, back in 98, it was even more male dominated. Uh, And a lot of people, and including women, it's kind of an odd thing. But you know, don't take you seriously as a as a female, Um, not only boxing, um, but also in the fitness industry and owning a gym. Um, Those are all still they're still dominated mostly by men, um, all of those different areas. And it's changed. Uh, But the thing is that I've always kind of told myself, I can't allow something like kind of somebody's shortcomings and their, their short sightedness to affect how I do things. And sometimes you can use it to your advantage and go, Oh, well, they don't, they don't think I know what I'm doing, you know? So, uh, and a lot of people do get very surprised, you know, if they're questioning me about boxing or my knowledge of boxing, um, whether it's talking about fights or, or whether somebody actually is training with me. And then all of a sudden it all changes. Their attitude completely changes. And you can see the the level of respect. But at face value, definitely, I still don't get that at face value. It's still, it's still work putting in. It's still proving myself after 23 years. Uh, but you know, a lot of men now are. You know, they kind of look at it and go, "Well, women are doing badass shit." You know, <laughs> so um, so it's it's a little more open, but it's it's definitely still there. The the perception is still there.
0: Yeah, that definitely makes sense. And it'd be interesting to see how the industry continues to evolve, because I think sports definitely had in its, in its entirety, sports kind of had a little, uh, a little slap in the face a last year when there weren't any sports going on. But I think it is definitely important now that the conversations are starting to be had to be able to actually empower women and show that women can be a part of the sport. And I'm intrigued, too, on the other side of the spectrum, especially because I've been in the fitness for a little bit. And what was always so intriguing to me was actually the training element and the coaching side of the business. And I believe also, too, boxing and barbells also talks, um, Also, it encourages trainer certifications. So what would you say are some of the top challenges that coaches could be of any sport? What do they face? Any recommendations on how they could overcome these?
1: Uh, You're talking about for women in these positions, right? Okay. Uh, You know what? I I always give the advice of not giving a shit what anybody thinks about you. um, And learn your craft. Because the more you learn it, if you're a boxing trainer, and even if you're doing it for fitness, it doesn't matter. You're always going to get questioned. People are going to look at you like you don't know what you're doing you learn your craft, you get really good at it. And then, you know, you prove yourself. And it, it, you know, life's not fair. You know, someone goes, well, that's not fair. Well, life's not fair. You know, you just, you just keep pushing forward and work on yourself. You know, it doesn't matter that somebody has short sightings and, you know, they have their own limitations and they project that onto you. You just ignore that and you do you. Um, And everybody will look at you and go, She's badass. <laughs> so it's just working on your own self.
0: All right. That's exactly it. And I love that you're really tapping into more of like the interpersonal learnings that you experience. What I've always taken away from boxing is really like the fundamental element behind it. how it's this concept of picking yourself back up again after every single time somebody takes a hit at you and pushes you down. And there's so much power behind that entire concept. And from an entrepreneurial side, I'm sure that you face several challenges yourselves, yourself as an entrepreneur. Can you talk about some tactics that others could potentially use to help lift themselves back up again when times get tough?
1: Gosh, you know, it's tough for everybody. It's tough for me. Um, you know, sometimes it, if whether it's working out or it's just being outside and looking at the trees and listening to the wind blow or or whatever, sometimes I need that, that space and that kind of be within myself to look at things in a different way. Um, because in life, you know, we just, you know, it's like this, constant, constant, constant. And we don't have any moment to really, Be within ourselves. And uh, so I think like taking a step back and really doing that, uh, it it helps a lot. It helps me a lot anyways. Uh, You know, and as far as like getting motivated about anything, that's tough. You know, what do we, how do we motivate ourselves? We have to kind of almost look forward to find out what is our motivation? You know, like, what are we working toward? And look at that. But not so far forward that it feels like it's impossible, you know, and looking at things that we've done, whether they're small, you know, wins or not, looking at the things that you've done, you know, a lot of times somebody will say, they'll, they'll look at you and go, oh, wow, like you've done so much. And you're like, well, not really. Like, I don't feel like I have yet. But everybody has. Everybody's done some really cool shit. You know, It's just kind of looking back and reminding yourself of that and reminding yourself that you're capable of doing even more. You're like, I did that. Well, I can do this. Uh, so you kind of have to really look within yourself and um, kind of take all the, all the noise away.
0: You nailed it. And I love the fact that you are talking about more of taking this inward reflective moment for yourself. And that is so important. I think something that has been starting to resurface in such a positive way now is this concept of self-care and mental health is also one, one of the big ones as well. And I think shining a little bit on mental health, just because it has been such a larger topic of discussion these days, especially in the role of sport, athletics and exercise, do you have any perspectives on this and maybe even perhaps from the lens of an entrepreneur
1: wow it's tough you know um the mind is powerful and the more negativity that we allow to infiltrate it um you know it'll just keep reproducing itself uh, you know they always say like the positive neurons are a lot harder to connect and create and um, build that web than the negative ones the negative ones will just Continue to do their thing, right? So it's a battle, and you have to you have to be up for the battle, and it has to be constant. Um, anytime you have something negative coming into your head, you have to just stop it. You have to stop in that moment, and then you have to think positive, think positive, think positive until you change your mindset. And it takes work. I mean, sometimes I don't want to put the work in. Everybody's got it. Nobody nobody walks around and is positive one hundred percent of the time it's just impossible. So the more you work at it, the more positivity comes to you. And the more those neurons, those positive neurons are firing in your brain, but you have to work at it no matter what. Everything takes work.
0: And I think that's a common thread too, especially in your own personal journey of trying to learn how to create a business and going through a certification. It's not something that just naturally comes to you and is served up on a nice little platter with a bow. You really do have to go out and seek for it. I have no idea where that analogy just came, but that's exactly what I just thought of. But you're you're exactly right.
1: Yeah, you have to you have to search for things. You have to uh yeah, especially for a certification. You know, there are a lot of folks that go through the boxing barbell certification, whether it's in person or it's online. And it's a lot to learn and because I take it really, really to heart. I'm adamant about everybody learning the craft and being able to teach it the right way so i always tell everybody it's not a participation certification like you literally have to put the work in you you know you have to send me the videos they have to be assessed and i want to make sure that you can do what you need to be doing and so it's work you got to put it in i it, there's no shortcuts, you know, these are all, you know, like, you know, little catchphrases. but it's so true. You can't just go, let me pay some money to get certified. And then boom, you got that, you know, little piece of paper and it says, you know what you're doing. It really doesn't. Um, being certified doesn't mean much of anything um, unless you really have learned what that certification was meant for. So lots of work.
0: That that's exactly it. And speaking of lots of work that still needs to be done, I would also assume too that there's still so much work that needs to be done when it comes to advancing women in the sport. So I'd love to understand from your perspective, transparently, what are some things that you believe that the boxing industry as a whole still needs to do better for the betterment of women in sport?
1: You know, I, I don't know that the boxing world needs to do anything for the betterment of women. Um what happens is that if we're talking about let's say competitive boxing let's say we're talking about professional boxing and people go well there's not as many women who are are televised or or whatever the case may be that comes from a not enough people wanting to watch women box it's in every sport it doesn't matter it could be the WNBA whatever it if you have people who are willing to watch then people will put you on TV. I mean, that's just, this is reality of the world. So it's, you know, a a promoter or a network. They can't just go, well, we want to be, we want to treat everybody equal. So we're gonna, you know, give the, and and obviously there's not as many female boxers. So that makes a big difference too. But we're going to give this whole fight card just to, and they do, don't get me wrong, to, to just female fighters. Um, or we're going to have women on this card. It happens. Absolutely. And people love watching it. But if you put numbers together and you had an all female card versus an all male card, we call them cards, you know, like the show, um, your viewership to watch the men is much higher. And so it's a money, it's a money game, right? It's business. Um, So I don't think that boxing itself could do anything better than it's doing for women in the sport. Um, You know, when we talk about like fair pay and all of these things, you know, and I'm going to be very transparent about it. If people aren't there to watch you box, how can somebody pay you more for your contract? Are they just going to pay you more because you're a woman to make it fair? That's not I I just don't agree with that. I don't think it's right. Um and it's not your fault, right? It's not anybody's fault. It's not the the woman's fault that she's not getting paid as much, but if there's not people that want to watch, then she's not going to get that money that maybe that uh the male counterpart might get, right? Nobody wants to hear that, but it is what it is.
0: No, and you're exactly right. And I think it really comes down to creating more of this virtuous cycle of a win-win scenario for everybody, but you nailed it. In order for one thing to happen, you do have to put in the work in order to get from step one to step two. So I, I'd love to understand too, I think kind of flipping it on the other side then, how would you recommend encouraging other women to, I don't know if it's best to say, like gain the confidence to tap into boxing, but something along those lines?
1: Uh, Do you mean just in general, just to learn the sport? Yeah,
0: in general. And also, too, if you have another perspective on just being a part of the sport.
1: One thing I love about uh, certifying trainers now is that I can spread the technical aspect of the sport to where it's not just boxing fitness. You know, there's plenty of boxing fitness out there. You know, the B&B program is, um, is really geared toward fitness, but the people who are participating in it are actually learning boxing, really from the ring. You know, they're not getting hit, but if they're using a combo, it's something that's very realistic to the sport. And what happens is that when women come and do that, they go, oh, wow, this is really cool. And the coach is showing them, okay, well, when you throw this jab, your opponent's doing this. And then when your opponent does this, then you do this, right? And they go, oh, this is awesome. Like, I'm boxing now. And then they go, well, I want to watch some boxing on TV. And it's almost turning them into fans, into boxing fans. And then there you have it. Then you're like, well, now I have women who want to watch boxing. And they probably want to watch women box. You know, so you have to come at things at different angles. You you can't just go to, you know, the network and go, hey, we need more female boxes on and we need you to pay them. You know, let's go at it a different way. Let's empower more women as trainers, as gym owners, and women who are participating in their programs to turn them into boxing fans. And then you have your fans to watch the women box and then they can make more money. <laughs>
0: Oh, I love that. And that's exactly it. I mean, it comes down to creating the entire ecosystem boxing. It's not just the athlete, it's not just the sport, it's everything that's involved with it. So, future facing, any exciting things coming up that we can expect from you in boxing and barbells?
1: Oh, gosh. Well, I've decided to create uh, an affiliate program for B&B. Uh So, right now, uh, it's just really certifying trainers. Um, to teach the program, but I've had a lot of those trainers and gym owners who have participated in the, the uh, certification course. If they can open a B and um, you know, whether it's a, a new standalone or they convert their gym or whatever the case may be, and so I'm going to be creating an affiliate program um, early next year for that, and so that's very exciting. I've th- I've franchised my my Primetime Boxing Fitness. I did franchise that. Um, the timing was just not good, and the housing market crashed right when I sold my first franchise. But I know a lot about uh, systems and you know what has to go into creating those systems. And um, with an affiliate program, you know they have flexibility, so it's not as strict as a franchise. It's obviously not as expensive as somebody buying a franchise, uh, and it gives them the opportunity to still utilize the programming and and all of our colors and our logos and marketing and um, and have that really good support um, that we give through through B and B um, and you know and utilize their the website. Just so many different things that are going to be more possible for them um, being able to do it as an affiliate program. it be the business model is pretty similar to CrossFit.
0: Oh, that's exciting. And I love the fact that you're really unlocking opportunities for other trainers and um, for other trainers out there and professionals that do want to be part of the business and a part of the larger game. So That's fantastic. Well, final question for you. If you could give advice to a young woman that is desiring to be a future entrepreneur, what would you share with them?
1: I would say, you know, first thing I think is like expect to put in a lot of work, but I don't even know if that's it. I, one thing that I, I've realized is going into my first um, venture, not knowing was so much better. It's, it was just so much better than now where, you know, I've got this new venture and I already know what, you know, I know how hard it's going to be. And I know the work that's got to be put in and, You know, I would say just, just be creative, just flow, just, you know, follow your passion and don't, don't worry about the work. You're going to, if you love what you want to do, you're going to work, you're going to put the work in. So I wouldn't even tell them anything. (laughs)
0: Amazing. Well, thank you, Carrie, for your time. And as mentioned, make sure to check out Boxing and Barbells as a new approach to boxing weight training. Looking to hear more about what's happening in the health, wellness and sports industry? Subscribe to this podcast and we'll catch you next time on The Drift.